Wham, bam, slam. Oh, wow. Sun's Day brought to you by Coco 5. Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Sons, game day with K Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. Eight o'clock tonight at the Footprint Center. Boston Celtics take their 20 and 5 record to the desert against the Phoenix Suns, who I would imagine are looking to bounce back after whatever happened on uh, Monday night. Joining us right now in the Arizona Sports Line is Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, as he does every game day with Kay Ray on a weekday. So, Kay, what's going on and what? Explain what we just watched on Monday night, please. Yeah, you know, I. it's hard to put. A, a real finger on it. Uh, you, you could look at a number of different things. Uh, the Mavericks have played much better basketball um, at home than they had on the road previously. Now, uh, they went into Denver uh, last night and managed to uh, to sneak out of Denver with a victory. So since they reinserted uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. into the starting lineup, he has been on an absolute tear. Uh, that continued against the Suns. And he scored a, a game high uh, for the Mavericks 29 last night. You know, the, the Suns ran into um, a hot team. And, you know, I, I think what obviously made it feel even worse for Suns fans um, and anybody probably involved is, is just the fact that, you know, that's that if you, if you throw in the playoffs, that's four straight games now. The Suns have been down by 20 or more against this Mavericks team and kind of makes you go, wow, what, you know, what, what are they doing? What kind of magic spell have they cast on the Suns? Um, there was a number of different things that I think uh, played factors the other night. Uh, I know you guys touched on a little bit yesterday. You know, if, if book isn't able to get his shot going early, it just puts so much stress on the rest of the team because They've they've done more than just survive in the absence of Chris Paul and Cam Johnson, guys. They've continued to thrive and sit atop the Western Conference. And I think you get into a game like that against a fully healthy Mavericks team, and you're like, oh, yeah, we are missing uh, a 12-time All-Star. We are missing one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And it was just kind of a perfect storm. So, it's one of 82. I know that, you know, we are all anxious to see the matchup, Booker and Luka, but that that's not going to shape the outcome of the Western Conference playoff picture. You just got to, you know, uh, chalk it up as an L, put it behind you, and, and be razor sharp with your focus tonight because the league's best team is coming into town. So, yeah, no doubt, Kay. Um, what do you want to see tonight? On that note right there, what are you looking for tonight? Well, I'm looking for uh, looking forward and looking forward to a couple of uh, fresh bodies being on the floor. Um, not the least of which or is uh, one Chris Paul. Uh, fully anticipate Chris being on the floor tonight after missing the last 14 games. And also anticipating Tory Craig uh, being cleared to go. So that in itself, I think, is going to give this Suns team, you know, a a great deal of juice. 
And look, it's it's the Celtics um, and the Suns. No team has responded better after losses over the last two plus seasons than the Suns. So I expect them having gotten back home, gotten a little rest. They didn't have a full practice yesterday um, to to come out uh, with the kind of force and intensity that uh, that we would you know that you would expect from a conference leader. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, it's game day with K Ray. K, you you just mentioned it in there that uh, it's not like the Suns just survived without Chris Paul. They're at the top of the Western Conference, so now we've seen them without CP3 for a month. Obviously, you are better off with him back, but specifically campaign. Now that we've had a month of this, do you think they saw what they needed to see from him to feel more comfortable? You know, like they were two years ago. If if they need to go to him again in big moments. I think so. I mean, you know, Cam, the last three games has been in a little bit of a, a shooting funk. Um, but look, that's that's going to happen with everybody. Like I say, you know, Book Book had an off night the other night. So um, I, I think that Cam and Monty said it over the weekend. You know, Cam has done a really nice job at balancing the floor. Um, he has done a, a much better job at taking care of the basketball and more importantly, getting, you know, getting his team into, into the plays, into the sets that they need. You know, he, he's really kind of become a, a floor general with that starting unit and they became comfortable with him. So I think he, he passed whatever test uh, that he needed to for Monty and the coaching staff uh, so that, you know, if or when there is a time this season or the playoffs, God forbid, that, that Chris is sidelined, I think they would feel comfortable with, you know, Cam running the show for a game or two. You know, it's interesting, Kay, because CP3, of course, coming back tonight. Do you see any peculiarities in regard to him coming back tonight after the Mavericks game? And then, of course, the Celtics tonight. And you've got a couple of games against the Pelicans after that. Do you, do you just look at the timing and wonder if there's any planning behind that? Yeah, I, I don't know that there was any like, oh, let's hold him out until, you know, this particular date. Um, I You know, I, I do really think that it was a combination of uh, taking care of the injury, but then also allowing to Chris to get really, you know, fully conditioned. And, you know, and, and we've said it a couple of times, the one thing that James and Monty have the approach they've taken with any of the injured players is we don't want to rush you back and have a situation where, Oh, Monty's got to bring you off the bench or, Oh, Monty's got to monitor your minutes at, at 20. It puts the coaching staff in a bad position. It puts the player, you know, in a bad position. So they want guys to be fully prepared to, to go their, their normal minutes. And, you know, as a result of that injury, uh, Chris, you know, I'm sure was not able to do the kind of conditioning that he wanted or needed to in order to, you know, to play at the, the highest possible level. So I think it just kind of coincided and, and worked out that, that, that this is, you know, this is the, the scenario and the way the schedule is stacked up. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, uh, K. Ray, 25 games into last season, the Suns had just beaten the Celtics, ironically, and were 21-4 and coming off a run to the NBA Finals the year before. Boston this year is 20-5. and uh, You know, they both have a great player, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. They both have a great defensive player with Marcus Smart and Mikel Bridges. What sort of similarities be, do you see between these two teams? Yeah, when I, when I look at the Celtics and the way that they are playing this year, Guys, I see a team much like the Suns last year, which is 
a team that, you know, quite frankly is, you know, was pissed that they lost the NBA and realized just how close they were, you know, to adding another banner uh, there at the Garden. And I think it's a team that, that is coming out with that that attitude. Um, and, yes, they had a, a coaching change. And, you know, like the Suns, they've had kind of a tumultuous offseason. But it's a team with veterans and a team with guys who, you know, know what their job is. And, and they're coming out and playing each game with that same kind of vengeance and anger that I think we saw the Suns do last year. Um, but it is, you know, it, it's a very talented team. You've got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum um, who have really combined to create a, you know, a, a dynamic guard wing combo. And then Marcus Smart is, you know, Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year and a guy that just gets after it. Um, you know, I think the, the, the scary prospect for, for the Eastern Conference, much less the rest of the NBA, is they're winning these games without Robert Williams, you know, their they're best uh, backline defender and shot blocker. So it certainly gives you pause when you think about what they can and, and will be once they get Williams back, uh, which could be relatively soon. So, you know, that's why the Suns will have to be locked in defensively because they put so much pressure on you in so many different ways. So, Kay, do you think Book comes out tonight and treats this as just another game or looks at it with a little something-something coming out of the side of his neck? Well, I, I think the something-something coming out of the side of his neck, Wolf, will be based on his game the other night. Um, you know, we, we, those kind of games from Book are so rare. Mm-hmm. And like his team, um, they, one rarely follows up another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would expect Book to look and play like Book. And it just happens to be that uh, it's his Celtics. So little little extra juice because we know Book has, has had some historic big games against the Celtics, both here but, but away when he dropped in his uh, 70-point night. Uh, so I, I think it really starts, though, with just responding from an ugly loss the other night in Dallas. Okay, Ray, great stuff, as always. Thank you for the time, man. You got it, fellas. Have Thanks, a great Greg. one.